Accrual accounting shows a more accurate reflection of the financial health of the company overall, and it'll help you from making rash decisions on spending just by looking at that cash balance or the cash you've received. It's like fortune telling. Yes. Kind of on your account. Exactly. Welcome to the Know Your Worth show, where we teach you how to think about your money differently so that you can achieve your sexy money goals. I'm Sydney, your money maven and owner of Know Your Worth. And I'm Kristen, Sid's Dime Piece bestie, team member, and busy mama twins, here to make sure that those of us without a financial degree can still level up with each episode. Let's get started on reaching your next goal. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the Know Your Worth podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sydney Conway. And I'm your other host, Kristen Fidele. Yes, this Hi. is a, we're in our, what, 20-something episode now. I think this is 22. Oh, how exciting. A good number. I like 22. That was my college softball number. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we already use that joke? I don't know. I thought we did. So is this our 23rd I episode? Don't <laughs> Here oh. we go, though. Regardless. Well, exactly. We're going to get right into it. We're going to we're going to dig into a concept today that sometimes can be a little bit confusing for people that just don't have an accounting background. Consider so, me confused already. <laughs> yeah, it's accrual versus cash basis accounting. Yep. <laughs> don't let your eyes glaze over just yet. No, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. So let's do it. Accrual versus cash basis accounting. It's the method of accounting that you're using when you're tracking your financial statements. And it also goes into kind of the processes of your business if you wanted to get very granular and very deep. Okay. I am going to talk about this not necessarily in a really intense way mm-hmm. um, that you would as like an auditor. That can get very intense for accrual basis versus cash basis. And I'm not going to get like really vast into it. Okay. Um, in a very simple concept, mm-hmm. accrual basis accounting recognizes income and expenses when the event occurs. Okay. Cash basis recognizes income and expenses when the cash is exchanged. That's a very simplified way. So, for example, I mean, I was for like, example, I'm nope, exactly. Example. Don't Real worry. Life. Real life. For example. If you go to a lemonade stand, I would love to. <laughs> and you say, I want to buy a lemonade. Mm-hmm. And they give you the lemonade mm-hmm. and you give the money for it. Yes. That's a cash transaction. Got it. If you were to go to a lemonade stand mm-hmm. and you were to say, Hey, I want to buy a lemonade. I'm not going to pay you right now. I'm going to pay you next week. Mm-hmm. They give you the lemonade, but you don't give them any money. Mm-hmm. Accrual basis accounting says that. The lemonade stand recognizes that as income that day Mm -hmm. because you got the lemonade. Yeah. Cash basis says that they don't recognize it as income until they receive the cash. Okay. Which is next week. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. Same thing with expenses. Say you're going to buy the sugar for the lemonade. And Mm -hmm. so now you're the lemonade stand owner and you're buying sugar. You put in the order, you receive the sugar, but you haven't paid it yet. Your payment terms are net 30, so you don't have to pay them for a month. Okay. Accrual basis says that that bill is as of that day, the day you order it and the day that you get the sugar, it is yours. If you are cash basis, it's not till the 30 day mark. It's not till the 30 day mark when the cash. You did it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got it. Accrual versus cash basis accounting. Well, now you know I have 10 questions. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the first ones? Why would you use cash basis versus accrual or vice versa? Mm-hmm. A lot of this goes into like you know, overarching principles, but most of the businesses that are listening to this podcast, most of the 
single member LLCs, the sole proprietorships, the uh, even S corps are cash basis businesses for tax purposes. Okay. So you file your taxes cash basis, Mm -hmm. even though you might look at your financial statements throughout the year on an accrual basis. Okay. That means that say you sent a bunch of invoices in December for work that you did, but your customers didn't pay you until January. You file your taxes off of the money you actually received into your bank account. So you're not paying the IRS, the government money till the following on year. money you don't have. Yeah. You don't it. actually have that cash in the bank. Okay. So you're not going to pay the taxes on it because what are you going to pay taxes on? Oh, you say you did a million dollars in sales in December, but you didn't collect it. Right. So you don't want to file a report to the IRS that says, I made a million dollars in sales and you don't have that money mm-hmm. because then they're going to say, oh, great, you owe us the taxes on that million dollars. Right. But you don't have the cash. Right. So how are so you going to pay? You don't file your taxes on that money when you are a cash basis company. You only file your taxes on the money you've received. Got it. And I have to apologize. I have a really strong Pittsburgh accent I'm feeling like today. So like I just said foul. Did you say foul? I said foul like three times. I didn't hear it. I said foul. And then the last time I said it, I was like file. So sorry if you're not from Pittsburgh. You probably are like, wow, this girl right here is saying fall, which I say arn. are saying fall. Yeah. <laughs> At golf lessons, I say arn, and I'm like, arn. oh, gosh, arn. arn. Get your arn out. <laughs> I didn't even notice Yeah, I've been so, saying fall. I was trying so hard not file. to understand cash and accrual. So when you file your taxes. Got it. <laughs> Filing my yes, taxes. You, most businesses that are listening to this podcast are probably cash basis businesses that are filing their taxes on cash basis reporting. Got it. But there are, you can toggle back and forth. And so if you're using QuickBooks online, you can toggle back and forth. So you can see your reports on an accrual basis and on a cash basis. Hmm. The reason why you would want to look on an accrual basis is because not all the time, but most of the time, depending on the nature of your business, I should say, it's a more accurate reflection of like the workload for the year. So, for example, we have a lot of florist clients and they will invoice their clients for weddings Mm -hmm. and they invoice them for the date of the wedding. So Mm -hmm. the invoice is the wedding date. Okay. And then also their expenses are incurred as the wedding approaches. Mm -hmm. So when the wedding month comes, they recognize that income as income in that month and those expenses when they're, you know, purchasing all the flowers and the vases Mm -hmm. are that month. Got it. But they might not get paid on that wedding until the following month, mm-hmm. or they might have to take a deposit on that wedding and they might get paid four months before. So if you're looking at your reporting and you're seeing, oh, I have this massive piece of income in April, but I have tons of expenses in May. So it looks like I have a loss in May, but I have a big income in April. Well, it's all for the same wedding. Got it. So if you were to run that report on accrual basis, you would see the income in the month of the wedding and the expenses in the month of the wedding. Mm-hmm. So you would know, oh, that was a busy month. It's because of this one wedding. Yeah, we received money at different points, but like the work happened in this month. Got it. So it can be a much clearer analysis Okay. for when the actual workload occurs too. Okay. So that way you're not kind of planning for the wrong stuff, but you definitely want to look at it for both ways because if you are someone that doesn't have consistent cash flow month to month, you're not on a membership basis or occurring revenue basis, you want to look at when you're actually receiving that cash mm-hmm. because you might be billing in different times and receiving at different times, but the expenses come in different months. So again, say you have this big deposit for a job that's in three months. Mm-hmm. 
you in your head are thinking, wow, I have so much money right now and I barely have any expenses. Mm -hmm. And then you spend the money. And then that month comes where the expenses happen and you are thinking, oh crap, I don't have any more money. Right. So you want to look at it both ways to kind of know, all right, I have cash, but it's because because this is coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. So those Hmm. are kind of the main differences there. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. So how does this apply to the clients that you work with at Know Your Worth? Mm -hmm. So like I said, most of our clients are cash basis. We do have a couple that are accrual basis for their taxes. And that means that they will pay money. They will owe taxes on money they haven't necessarily received yet. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that all of their invoices are entered, but we also need to make sure all of their bills are entered because they also are getting that tax deduction on bills that they have received that haven't been paid by them yet. Got it. So we need to make sure that both sides of the, the transaction are in there. So that way they are paying the true reflection and mm-hmm. not based off of just the income and we didn't put the bills in. So for our clients, like I said, most of them are cash basis, but we want to make sure that we explain the reports before we send them if they're not aware. Because I this feel is like where that's our... like logging into your doctor account and like your blood work comes back and then you immediately panic. Yes, yeah, because <laughs> you, you see like unremarkable means. and you're like, well, what that What's mean? What's that mean? Or, or the like, range um, is this and you're yeah. like Googling. Or you see negative, but it just means that like nothing came up in the scan right. and you're like, oh gosh, negative. I don't like negative. And right. yeah, the so words they like use are the opposite. Sending financial hear. reports before yeah. explaining them is probably just as anxiety inducing. Yes, we just had a client last week reach out and was like, oh my gosh, this looks so much lower than what it should be. You know, I'm seeing this much revenue in our bank account. Mm -hmm. When I just do a quick analysis of our bank account, I can see this much money came in. Mm -hmm. And so then I have to say, oh, okay, wait. Yeah, I I sent you the accrual basis because you invoice out of your system. So most of the times, the clients that we work with that do invoicing out of QuickBooks Mm -hmm. like to see the accrual-based statements because they want to see how much they've billed. Mm -hmm. How much work have they put out, out there, there. Yeah. not necessarily what they've received back. Got it. So I sent this person accrual basis statements. It was a newer client be- just because that they do invoicing. That's kind mm-hmm. of my assumption with a lot of our clients. And I said, let me run the cash basis. And I ran the cash basis and it was still off maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars. This is a larger client. And the other portion of that was because money came into the business that wasn't income. Like it was a loan that they received mm-hmm. in it. So that increased their cash balance, but not their sales. Not the- that was kind of the other filling in the gap. So sometimes we just have to make sure we know who we have to fill in the gap for. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. That's what we're here to do. But a lot of the times it is just knowing what you're looking at. Uh, We have another client that's a law firm. So we do all of their billing for them. We send all their invoices on, you know, the first week of the month for the prior month. So when they run the reports for the prior month, they see all of the billing we did the next month. The next month. So we have to watch like all of the cash that they receive for the work they did the prior month comes in the following month or even a little bit later. Got it. So they want to see, yeah, how much did we bill? Because they want to know how much work they did. Right. But then also they do want to know, okay, do we have enough cash coming in? What does that cash flow look like? Interesting. Yeah. So it's just another way to like get a full snapshot of Mm -hmm. somebody's books and accounting. Yeah. Accrual accounting shows like a more accurate reflection of like the financial health of the company overall. And it'll help you from making rash decisions on spending just by looking at that cash balance or the cash you've received. It's like fortune telling. Yes. Kind of on your account. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Instead of living your life one mile at a time. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Hey, you're good. And if you don't invoice clients, 
you might really not have a difference between your statements for cash basis and accrual basis. If you're if you're somebody that sells a product and so when you sell the product, you make the money and when you buy the piece of equipment or you buy the shirt, you sell the shirt, it's all cash basis. You're not kind of extending that float time between when you're receiving and when you're spending. All cut and dry. It might be exactly the same. If you mm-hmm. run your cash basis versus your accrual basis accounting in QuickBooks, you might see the exact same numbers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to know about this? So I think that for anybody that does do invoicing, it is just really understanding the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't look at them, you might not be planning for taxes correctly. So if you're looking at them based off of accrual accounting, you might not be planning for your taxes correctly because you're not looking at what you're actually going to owe in those taxes. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things you definitely want to take a look at. The other thing is misinterpreting financial statements and the reports that you're looking at. Because you might be thinking, oh, I made so much money, but there's no cash flow. Or, oh, wow, there's no bills this month. But it's really that they just either the cash hasn't come out or did you not enter the bill for last month or this month? You know, you need to make sure that the statements are correct in that way. Those are some of the main ones. But you also want to make sure that you don't have requirements to people for cash basis or accrual basis accounting. So technical... Technically, as a business, you want to do gap accounting, which is the generally accepted accounting principles, which is kind of like the where where accounting comes from, or you know who is in charge of what accounting is. There, the 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 AICPA, the mm. you know the accounting society, they're the rule setters for accounting and gap accounting, which is like a whole governing body <laughs> of people that basically tell you what's right and wrong. And auditors are the ones that are really looking at this whenever they're going into large companies. And pretty much everywhere they're looking, their clients need to be accrual basis accounting. Taxes are a different story. But for financial statements, for different loans and bank requirements or grants and funding, they want to look at things in accrual basis accounting. They want to see the whole entire picture. And again, if you are a business that just is like really transactional, it might not be a huge difference. Mm -hmm. But you want to make sure that if, if you are someone that's looking to really grow and scale that you do know the difference between the two, because if you ever do have a requirement for an audit, you want to make sure that you are recording things correctly and that you're not recording bills at the wrong time or receiving income at the wrong time. So again, that's kind of like a next step. And we can get into that later on for sure too. If you're a company that's growing and scaling or looking to get a big investment, looking to get financing in any capacity, you just want to make sure that you are doing the proper accounting for whatever the requirements of that funding or of that grant or of that stipulation is. Yeah, it feels like you could get in really big trouble if you don't understand this. Yeah, I mean, very confused. You can get very confused. You can get very confused because generally, like if as long as you're doing things right and you don't understand it, you can kind of just toggle back and forth. If you're entering things incorrectly, you won't necessarily get in trouble. It just might be, hey, can you rerun this in cash basis? Or hey, can you rerun this in accrual basis? But you just want to make sure that you're entering dates incorrectly into your accounting system and that you are recording all of the transactions that need to be in. And I can see where it would behoove you to have a book. It would behoove you in this situation, <laughs> especially exactly. if you were a client who invoices people and get paid way later yes. or yeah, I yes, can see how exactly. it would be nice to have squeaky clean books mm-hmm. and have another set of eyes. <laughs> exactly. And it is very nice to see, like I, I spend a lot of time toggling back and forth between like 
our accrual and our cash basis. I mean, for me, the way that I look at it is typically in like our AR reports, who's paid us this month and who hasn't. Most of our clients are set up on auto recur, auto bill, but there's a couple that, you know, pay us on their own and they send us checks. So I do look at, okay, you know, how was the cash flow this month? And there are the months where you look at it and you're like, wow, we made so much money. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we build a lot, but that doesn't mean we got paid for it. So right. I want to make sure that I know when I'm receiving the cash, what does that cash flow for our business look like? Don't make rash decisions based off of sending a big bill because what if they don't pay you and yeah, you have to write it off? Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing to be on the lookout for. Yes. All the taxes and accounting. Yes, absolutely. So there's not too, too many red flags here. I know we're, we, this is one of our red flag episodes, but it's mostly just understanding the concept and knowing how it impacts your business specifically and knowing what questions to ask if it does, yeah. uh, what reports to run, who to talk to. And so we're, we are here to help if you need us in this, this piece. Let us know if you hated this episode or if you loved it. <laughs> we hope um, you loved it. Because <laughs> accounting can be cruel. I can't even like cruel, cruel. But that was so good. I missed it. My dad listens to all of these episodes, <laughs> and uh, I have to say this past weekend. So he always does that, but um, but uh-huh. he can't do it. So he goes like, but um, that just he does like the extra version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the remix. Yeah. Exactly. So dad, when you listen to this episode, but um, bum all right. Oh, on that note, have a wonderful day, have everybody. A great day. See you. And uh, I hope your day is not too accrual. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> until next week. Bye. If you found a bit of inspiration in this episode for achieving your sexy money goals, click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or YouTube so that you never miss an episode. If you're a growing entrepreneur, but you're still managing your own bookkeeping, it's time to bring on a bookkeeper to make sure your numbers are accurate and you're maximizing your financial opportunities. From categorizing your transactions to account reconciliation and financial statements, we'll take it all off your plate so you can focus on the parts of your business that light you up. Book a call with us and let's see if we'd be a great fit to work together as you grow into your next level business.